Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, if you're going trick-or-treating, I hope you get a lot of candy. Uh, and for all the adults listening, I hope you guys had fun over the weekend. I was Barbie and my husband was Ken, which was just an absolute blast. But I am actually really excited to be here today with uh, Flower the Weirdo. And today we're going to talk about... Um, paranormal investigator so thank you so much for coming here today you're welcome thanks for having me hey th thank you so much for coming back um <laughs> for context um this all came about when we did our simmer spotlight back in we filmed what was it like march april it's coming yeah, out the end of november and i was just listening to it again um last week when i was getting all the episodes queued up and I was like, this is so cool. And I think we needed to dedicate a whole podcast to this because as a Scooby-Doo fan my entire life, I need to know what it's actually like to be a paranormal investigator in 2023. So before we dive in, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, my name is Flower the Weirdo. Um, actually, my name is Patty, <laughs> but I go by Flower the Weirdo. Um, basically the weirdo part of my name is because of my interest in the paranormal. I've been interested in the paranormal all my life. Um, I was a little bit afraid of it when I was younger because I would see things because I am a medium and, um, I kind of tried to like hide from it a little bit, but then once I got older, I started getting really into it. So in about 2006, I think is when I started actually going on investigations and when I started opening myself up uh, psychically, because I've had quite a few uh, visions that scared me. So I had to learn more about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. You said, mm -hmm. you, you said you started experiencing it at a young age. Do you remember how old you were? Um, I was pretty young, but the things I saw, I don't know if I actually saw them or if it was my imagination, because I had a really big imagination as a child. Okay. So, like, things that I imagined as a child, when I remember them, I remember them as real. And my mm -hmm. mom's like, no, no, that never happened. That was your imagination. I'm like, okay. So, I don't know exactly when I started seeing them. But um, I did have one when I was 16, I think. Um, I was laying in bed, and I somebody came in my room and told me that this person had died. And I was like, oh, no. And so I like jumped up and I ran downstairs. I remember falling down the stairs like I kind of slid down on my butt and I ran in the kitchen. I said, oh, my gosh, they said that he died. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, they they said our neighbor died. And she's like, well, I'm not going to call his wife and ask him you know, or ask her if he died. You know, I'm not going to do that. So we just kind of went about our day. She took me out to lunch and stuff. And when we got home. My aunt had called and said that a cousin of my father's had died. And when we saw a picture, it looked exactly like the guy that I said had died. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay. But I don't remember going downstairs. The only thing I remember about going down there to tell her was sliding down on my butt. And then oh, okay. I remember kind of a little bit talking to her and then going back up to bed. Because she just kept saying, go back to bed, go back to bed. Because <laughs> it was really, really early in the morning. When you said that so, somebody yeah. spoke to you, do you remember what the voice sounded like? Was it like male or um, female? I, I, I don't remember. I don't even re remember the dream. Okay. 
It's just something I told my mom. So, but I have had voices come through in my, my dreams and in um, real life. I always say when I'm like investigating, I have to specify whether I heard it with my real ears or my psychic ears. <laughs> because people are like, did you hear that for real? <laughs> like, no, no, that one was in my head. So I do have a voice sometimes I hear in my head. Okay. Like when and you say, in dreams. So when you say like you hear a voice, is it always the same voice or is it a different no. voice? No, it's always a different voice. Um, see, a lot of mediums say that they... um their spirit guides talk to them. Mine don't really talk to me. I don't hear their voices. They'll show me pictures. I'm more of a visual person. So, but when I hear a spirit voice in my head, it's usually a different voice. And that's how I know, like, other than your your own internal voice, that's how I know it's somebody else because it's not mine. And it's not like, I don't think it's anything like mental or anything because it, they come up with relevant stuff when I, you know, talk about it. So... I don't know. I'm 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 what I call a skeptical medium because I don't believe it myself, but a lot of people are really shocked by things that I tell them. Y yeah. Um so before we go into what's a spiritual guide? Okay, so usually when um I think basically everyone has them. They're like uh guardian angels, but mediums are able to communicate with spirits who have either crossed over or some of them are not even actually ever been on Earth. They're just otherworldly beings, I guess. But what they do is they help you in your life and they give you guidance. And the a spirit or a, a medium can usually like um, they'll have one spirit guide or a couple spirit guides that help them with their gift. So they they like um, they'll pass along messages and they can hear their voice in their head so it's it's basically just a guardian angel though okay or like the concept of a guardian angel i should say okay um okay so it, when you hear voices it's not always your uh spirit guide do you have a like a good idea of who your spirit guide is um i've been told about a couple of spirit guides and i've actually seen or met a couple of them Okay. Like I know um one of them somebody said um when I was getting a, a a psychic reading before I was into that I my the lady was telling me about my spirit guide and and for some reason I just heard Antonio like Antonio Banderas. So like I was like well that's just silly. why would I have him as a spirit guide but my his name is actually Antone. Oh, okay. And for some reason, whenever I'm feeling down or something, Antonio Banderas will just pop up somewhere in my life and and I'll be like, oh, OK, OK, yep, I'm sorry, you know, I was, I was getting down there. So, yeah, that that's my main guide. He's like, I guess she called him my joy guide, meaning he lifts me up. OK, I also have I have two protectors named Grim and Gray. Now, I call them that because they've never told me their name. Okay. They just appear in like monk's robes, but like gray. So I thought at first it was the Grim Reaper, but then I realized there was two of them. So I was like, well, I can't call them both Grim. So I call them Grim and Gray. But I've since found out that they're actually angels that were monks at one time, I believe. And then I have like a priest that comes to me when I'm sick. So he's like, he helps me when I'm ill. Um, so anytime I get sick, I just pray to him and be like, please help me. And also a nurse that came through once too to help me. 
Okay. And they say that when you say they come to you, how do they physically come to you? Well, um, I, they don't physically come to me, but I see them in my mind's eye. Now, I don't know if everybody sees this, but when I close my eyes, I see like a tunnel. Like it's like a swirl of light like that going into the distance. Okay. And I always associated that with like the tunnel that people see going to the other side. So a lot of times I'll see them like walk out of that in my mind's eye. Uh, a lot of times I'll see them in my dreams, though, because they're easier to come through that way. Okay. And when you say mind's eye, like what like what does that mean? It's basically when you close your eyes. Okay. And you know how it's just black? Yeah. Yeah. That's I see a, a swirl. You see a swirl. Okay. That's yeah. I just wanted that clarification. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I, I know a lot of people when they close their eyes, like they just see like dots and lights and the, like in the shapes or whatever that was yeah. around. Okay. So th they well, come to you in your mind's eye. Do you see them often or when you, need um, them? just when I need them most of the time, especially since, cause I haven't really been doing a lot since the pandemic. So it's like, they're, they're kind of far away and like distant. I don't really see them that often, but I still like kind of talk to them and stuff because I know they're there I just they're I don't need them right now so okay and like you found out they were angels like how did you establish that these were not um like dreams you were having versus they they were uh your spirit uh guides coming to you see that's that's the thing I don't know like the Antonio Banderas thing that's kind of eerie because he would show me that but the angels um the way I knew that they were there, we were actually doing an investigation one time mm -hmm. and there was a very evil, malevolent spirit in the room with us. And it was just women with me and he was kind of attacking people and like angrily, aggressively coming at people or just like giving them bad feelings and stuff. So I said, okay, let me kind of meditate a little and see what, what happens. And right when I started meditating, I heard open the light. And I I just th think they mean the swirl. Mm -hmm. So I brought the swirl and then I saw Grim and Gray come out and they just swooped in. And I saw them like with my eyes closed. I saw all this happen. They grabbed the guy and just pulled him through the wall. Like, you know, Ghost, the movie Ghost, when... Yeah. um. The bad guy, those like things come out of the ground and drag him and then pull him into the ground. Yeah. That's what happened. They just, the two, they came out, but they weren't like in their, their cloaks anymore. They had wings. Okay. And they just came out and grabbed him and just pulled him back into the light. And I was just like, um, so I think he's gone now. And everyone's like, yeah, every, it feels so much lighter in here now. <laughs> it was like, yeah, he's definitely gone. So does that mean then that they're like there are angels and demons at play kind of vibe See, that, that we don't that we sure. don't know? Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows. Um, there are a lot of people out there that are demonologists. I try to stay away from that side of things because I don't even want to invite it into my life. Yeah. So I always try to stay in with the love and the light and you know everything positive. Because mm -hmm. I believe the energy you put out is the energy you're gonna get back. So okay. that's why we don't do what we call provoking, because like if you watch ghost adventures, a lot of times they'll go in and start yelling and screaming at the ghosts. Yeah. But 
I don't like that because if you go into a place, if if like someone came into your house and just started screaming at you, what are you going to do? You're either going to scream back or you're just going to leave. So yeah. that's what's going to happen with the ghost. Okay. So that's interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Um, okay. So it's kind of like you've had these your whole life. You're 16. When did you really start learning more about your gifts? Well, it took me a really long time because when I was 16 and that happened, it scared me so much. I pushed it back. I was like, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. But then in like 2000, I think. So that's like mm, about seven years later, I decided I started getting it. We watched this show called Most Haunted. Mm -hmm. It was from Britain and it was basically the first ghost hunting show I'd ever seen. Okay. And they actually went in and like looked for ghosts and i said this is so cool <laughs> so then once that happened um i was like okay i think i think i might try to do this again so we were walking through borders okay. bookstore and i kind of looked at this book it was how to be a ghost hunter or something like that i put it back on the shelf and i walked away my brother said after i set it down the book just like sat there for a minute and then it just kind of like did a little jump and fell off the shelf and he picked it up and he's like this book is for you it wants to come home with you I'm like okay I guess I'm gonna be into ghost hunting now <laughs> that's that I mean that's so cool okay so what other um in that time as you were reading the book were you were you reading it and you were like oh my god like this happens to me all the time or is it like this is so left field like none of this has happened to me uh, no, I it it I did connect with a lot of stuff in that in in a bunch of other stuff. Like there was a book called How to Be a Medium and stuff, and it was just like it was like a light bulb going. Oh my gosh, this is why it happens. I also have this thing where I I don't know if I exude energy or something, but if I stand too close to a computer, like when um like if I'm at the doctor and I'm checking out, their computer will not work, and then I take a couple of steps back and then it works fine, and. It's been like that ever since for as long as I can remember. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or, you know, if that's just odd. Yeah, I think I, I don't remember. Was that did that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're okay. good. Um, no, that, that that's crazy. OK, so. When did you start going on investigations and what were you investigating and how did how did an investigation fall like fall into your lap, if that makes sense? Okay, so we first started out going with this one group. Um, we went to a cemetery around us. It was called Soup Cemetery, and it's S-O-O-P. And um, I kind of didn't really gel with that group, but I was interested in what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And like halfway through the night, um, the leader guy came up and said there's a low-level demon here and we have to leave now and me and my brother are just like um okay <laughs> so we just left and then we found another group we went to a paranormal convention and we really liked the people who had put it on so we joined their group so that's basically how we started and it was back we joined that group in 2008 but we had been investigating since 2006 on our own kind of kind of just playing around in graveyards or at like houses and stuff and when you say playing around like can you be a little bit more that's what i was just gonna say yeah <laughs> so 
basically what we would do is we would um, take pictures and we, we would take audio recorders and we would ask questions and see if we got answers to those uh, questions. And those how, are if if you do, it would be an EVP, which is an electronic voice phenomenon where it just randomly appears on your recording. And how often would that actually happen when you were investigating? Oh, in the beginning, it didn't happen at all. We were just kind of like, meh, whatever this is. We weren't even sure we were going to stick with it. But we went um, uh, one of our first things we did with the new group is we went to Gettysburg. Okay. So we decided in Gettysburg that we were going to walk Pickett's Charge, which is like where I don't know the history. Pickett charged the other side. I don't even know. I'm so bad at it. But anyways, so we were walking in this field where a whole bunch of soldiers died. And I wanted to feel like I was with them, you know, so I had my backpack. I shoved everything I could think of in my backpack and I wore it on my back like I was real heavy. And the whole time we were walking, it was like six o'clock in the morning. And we're just walking across this field. And it was just the four of us. There was nobody around for miles. We couldn't see anybody. And we could hear like hoof prints behind us like horses were walking mm-hmm. we're just like uh there's no horses but halfway across the field we stopped we all just kind of stopped and we heard this voice and it said i feel like i'm drowning in the river like everyone heard it except for the one person who was like further away there the three people three of us heard it my brother was recording video at the time his video cuts off and then starts back up and you hear me say, did you hear that? And then the other lady was a little bit too far away. You can just kind of hear like, but you can't really hear anything. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like it was like coming across like an old radio or something. It was a very old sounding voice. So that right there just got us instantly. We're like, yep, we're ghost hunters. But a couple of years later, not even a couple of years, like, maybe 20 years or not it's not 20 years 10 years later we were talking to a Gettysburg expert mm-hmm. and he was saying that after the battle when all the soldiers were laying there um there was a big rainstorm so they couldn't get the the soldiers out the wounded ones out so a lot of them drowned oh wow yeah I just got chills saying that <laughs> it just every time I hear that once he said that I was just like that's exactly what he said. So it just solidifies my, you know, belief in the paranormal right there. And at that moment, when you felt it, like, did you feel goosebumps? Like, like, did you feel like, oh, my oh, God, like I heard this the is, voice? Yeah. Like, this is real. Like, what the fuck was uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. It was it wasn't goosebumps, but it was just kind of like my mind was going like, how could I hear that? Like, um, I'm looking around for like loudspeakers or, you know, there was nothing. We were in a big, empty field. So it's just uh, mostly my mind was just like, what just happened? (laughs) Like, how could that happen? Because that's one of the best things you can do as a paranormal investigator is actually try to debunk what's happening. So a lot of times, like if people hear scratching and noises in their house, it's just animals. You know, it's it, it can be like. Like proven wrong. Yeah. So that's one of the main things we do as the paranormal investigator is try to figure out what else could it be. And then we go to the paranormal. Okay, so it's kind of like like the science theory of peer review. So the immediately yes. so something happens, they want to disprove it 
to prove yeah. that like you're wrong. Okay. So after you left Gettysburg, like where, like what other adventures did you go on? Okay. Well, we went to this place. Uh, it's a place in Ohio called um, Prospect Place. It's um, it's a mansion that's basically in a giant field again, but it's it was a stop on the Underground Railroad. Okay. So we we stayed there a couple of times. We invest. I think we did three times. We stayed there because it's down. You know, it's it's about a two hour drive from my house. So we stayed there and um. So the one time we stayed, uh, there was there's this legend of a bounty hunter who came in to um, capture any slaves that had been hiding there. Okay. And um, they put him up. I think they put him up for the night in the barn or something. I don't remember. The whole story ended up with the owner or somebody um, took the bounty hunter in the in the barn and killed him. They hung him in the barn. And while we were there me and this other psychic were down in the basement and we were getting some bad vibes. That's where the slaves had been kept. So we were like, okay, let's get out of here. So we came out and we were telling someone else from the group. We're like, okay, this is what happened. We think it might've been the bounty hunter. And every time I said bounty hunter, I felt like a choking sensation Mm -hmm. so bad that I couldn't even breathe. And I was gasping for air. They're like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, that was really weird. I just, I, I, Every time anyone said bounty hunter, I just felt like a choking sensation. So we went inside and we tried it again and it was fine. I didn't feel it anymore. But I don't think the spirit was malicious and trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to tell me how he died. Okay. So, but yeah. And also in that one, we saw, we did had the thing. I don't know if you've ever heard of the doppelganger. It's basically when you see you yeah, see a spirit that looks like someone. So we were standing there and me and this other girl were looking at the guy. He was standing in the doorway and we're just talking, you know, just kind of doing our ghost hunting thing. And the guy that we saw standing in the doorway talked, but he was on the other side of the room. So we don't know what was in that hallway. But as soon as he talked to the whatever was in the doorway, just walked away. And we're just like, um... Um, and we were both just like, uh, uh, <laughs> so like after that experience, would you have been like, okay, like I have a gift, but this is scary and I don't want to do this anymore. Or, or, or did that just intrigue you more? Of oh, wanting it just to see intrigued how far, me more. How far can yeah, it go? It really, um, cause see my mom has it too, but she had an experience that w- she had a vision while she was driving Mm-hmm. And it scared her so much, she just pushed it back. Because you can just say, no, I don't want this. You kind of turn it off. But um, I didn't. I wanted it, so I started going to classes. I kept doing everything to try and open it up more. But um, as some parts, it does scare me a little bit. Like, I don't like giving readings to people. Like, because I feel like they're going to, like, make life decisions based on what I say and I don't like that so mm-hmm. I think I, I somehow turned it off where I can't give people readings now I don't know I haven't done it in a while it's I think 2017 was the last time I tried to give someone a reading and I just couldn't get anything so but on ghost hunting I'm fine like I get readings all the time you know but doing it personally it just doesn't seem to work anymore okay um We'll dive in a little bit further into that in a little bit, but I have a 
curious question. So you you say that you can turn visions off or on. How do you know you're about to have a vision? Um, How do you either A, let it happen or B, how do you turn it away? Uh, Well, the visions that I have, uh, I have no control over. Mm -hmm. They just, I don't know when they're coming. They just appear and then disappear. I know one time I was driving, the only time I have ever had one while I was driving, I saw a man in a fireman suit in the middle of the road and I slammed on the brakes and I told my spirit guides or whoever was listening, I'm like, look, you can't show me that while I'm driving. I am, you know, I'm operating a vehicle. I cannot see that while I'm driving and I haven't had one since and I'm knocking on wood right now because (laughs) I didn't want him while I'm driving, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so but how do you, so your mom was able to turn them, like to shut them off. Did she ever explain to you what it's like to say no thank you? Um, she just basically said, you know, I don't want this. And then I guess years of not like just kind of pushing it away and ignoring it, mm-hmm. it kind of goes away. It's like a muscle, people have said, like if you don't use that muscle, it just gets weaker and weaker and weaker. So it's kind of like that. That's crazy. Um, and so you said that 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 was your last vi- like vision you've had since 2017. Have you had no? Any- just when I was driving. Oh, when you were driving. What was, what was yeah, the yeah. last vision you had? Hmm. And what was it? Actually, it's really weird. It was actually well. This is a dream, though. I don't. I can't remember. Um. Uh, no, I do remember. It was. I was. I don't know because basically. I see things and I just kind of don't know if they're if other people see them or not. Mm-hmm. But I think the very last one I think it was is I saw um, I, I had this weird thing where I can see people's past lives. I don't know how it happens. I don't know when it happens. But the last thing that I saw, I saw a lady walking down the street. But when I first saw her, I saw a man in a Civil War uniform carrying a musket. And I okay. was just like. There's no reenactors around here. And my mom's like, no. And uh, I looked again and it was just a lady walking. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. That was weird. But um, yeah, like one time with that one, I saw these two little boys and they were playing at uh, a shopping center, a grocery store. Mm-hmm. And they were playing on the cart. And I'm like, where are those kids' mother? And I kind of looked again and it was an older couple. It was a man and a woman just standing there pushing the cart laughing. Like what? How does how do I see that? You know, it's so weird and random because I want to do it on command and be like, yo, you were so and so in a past life, but I can't. I just you know see it every once in a while. How do you describe that to people? Like, what, like- I, <laughs> I just go, you know, okay, this may sound a little weird, but I just kind of saw this and then see what they say and and. You know, sometimes I'll even ask them, you know, do you believe in the paranormal or, you know, do you believe in past lives? But I don't go up to people and like strangers and tell them. But if I know the person now in something, I get like a vision or somebody's talking to me, I'll go up to them and ask them, you know, you know, I just got a message from this. If you can take that, that's fine. If not, oh, well, that's fine, too. You know, don't mind me. And then just kind of like scoot away. Yeah, because I'm I'm very shy and I have anxiety and stuff. So it's hard for me to just talk to people. 
that I mean, that could be very also a random if a random person came up to me and told me like in a past life you were x y and z i would be like um who are you <laughs> yeah exactly okay exactly. thanks um i do believe in the spiritualness um my first house when i moved out of like when it was me and my roommate we had a shadow cat we still think about that shadow. We would oh, see yeah. this cat shadow run up and down this. And we didn't have a cat at the time. And it and we were like, oh, shadow cat. Um, and we would hear like noises and stuff. And people would be like, you're crazy. And then they'd spend the night. They're like, oh, no. Like we, we saw shadow cat. Um, so like, I, I, tr- I truly believe in it. And like, I don't know, like once in a while, I'll just feel like a presence in a corner. Or a, sh- yeah. or a shadow follow you and you're like am i just crazy am i making this up but you, just, you like you know when you know now in our podcast you said something really cool that you go on paranormal investor investigating cruises do you mind elaborating more? oh yeah now we this is this is the time to elaborate okay so there's a tv show out there called kindred spirits and um, it's a- Amy Bruni and Adam Barry, and they go into houses and basically what they do, I love their way of investigating because they go into a house that's being um, haunted or whatever, and they try to figure out who's haunting it, why they're haunting it, and they try to find out like information about it. Mm-hmm. So they decided to come to come out. I think it was Amy Bruni decided to do um, a series of trips i guess uh events um and it's called strange escapes okay and basically they take you to different haunted areas and sometimes you go on investigations and sometimes you just have lectures like you would at a normal paranormal convention Mm -hmm. so um one of those trips is the paranormal cruise Okay. So we've gone to a bunch of different places like Jamaica and the Bahamas. And most recently, we went to Europe and we went to Stonehenge, um, the catacombs in Paris. Mm-hmm. We went to a bunch of cool places. We didn't do any investigating, but we still got to see some of like some of the most haunted places that are around just from, you know going on these trips and we also went to a lot of wineries i don't drink wine so i'm just like eh, it's fun anyway you know <laughs> yeah um okay so when I, like when i think of an investigator like i think of like scooby-doo uh the cw nancy drew show where somebody like hires you to try to solve a mystery has anyone ever approached you and asked you to solve a mystery for them um, not a mystery per se, but we have had in my former group that I belong to, um, we would do in-home investigations where if people's houses were being haunted, we would go to their house. Um, we never charged money because we're not in it for the money. We're in it to help people. Mm-hmm. So we would just go in and just kind of see if we could get any evidence that their house is haunted or not haunted. And if it is, since we we don't actually deal with like trying to remove them or like we would send them to someone else and say okay we can't help you but this group can help you because in our area in Michigan we have a very good um, community of paranormal investigators and we help each other out all the time so yeah so 
I'm going to call you out. I'm going to say, Patty, I think my house is haunted. You come to my house. You're like, yeah, man, you got, you got some ghouls in here. And who would you recommend me to go to? Um, It depends on how the energy is in your home. Um, Most of the time, I would probably just get another group in because all we do is find out if you have it or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you do have it, I'm going to be like, look, you're going to have to find another one of my groups. I can't think of any offhand, but but yeah, I would definitely suggest another group. And I would try to get someone reputable and not someone who would charge money for like removing the for removing the spirit with air quotes, you know, stuff like that. So because the only two yeah. like two people that I think of is a priest performing an exorcism. And yeah. then real life Ghostbusters. Well, um, actually, you can get a medium to come in. Um, like I can do it, but like I said, I'm the skeptical psychic, so I don't really believe what I'm doing. But I will open the light and um, let the spirits that are there know that if they want to go through, that there's not going to be any judgment. And that they can go through the light. I never say, get through the light now, except for that one time. (laughs) But I didn't say that. The other people did. But yeah, um, a medium can come into your house and and do that. You can also do sage. And um, there's a bunch of different things that you can do besides. Well, having a priest come in and bless the house is good, too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay, so what's the one time that you screamed at, or somebody screamed to get into the light? Was that when you were in the Underground Railroad? Is it that uh, no, that that was in a um, it was a hotel that was previously a bordello. Okay, and yeah, the spirit was actually a pimp, and he was trying to keep his uh, worker from moving on to the light and reuniting with a, a lover that she had in in life. And when you were there, did he explain that to you or were you able to see it play out well, in front of you? I was actually communicating with the woman. Okay. Um, she was telling me the story in, in just kind of pictures because, like I said, I don't hear voices that often, mm-hmm. but I see pictures in my head. So I was seeing like... You know, her standing out on the balcony and the man coming up from below and like yelling, almost like Romeo and Juliet, you know. And then I saw them like, like hiding in a corner trying to, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, that's usually how I see things. Okay, so when you help ghosts, do you feel satisfied because you were able to help the the homeowner or the business owner or the property owner or who's ever having these problems? And then also then helping the ghosts find peace. Yeah, I do feel satisfied, but then I also have that little doubt that maybe I didn't really do anything. You know, I I just don't know if I did anything or not. But if they find peace because of that, um, one of the home investigations we did, there was a little girl, mm-hmm. a little girl ghost, and she would go in and wake up the husband every night. And um, when after we had investigated, I said, yeah, you do have a spirit of a little girl here. I see her here. And so um, a couple of weeks after that, she came She came up to me at bowling because I it was the lady I bowled with. And she was just like, you know, that little girl kept bugging my husband. So I said, if you don't stop it, I'm going to call Patty and have her come over and get rid of you. And she said after that, she left him alone. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all right, there you go. 
See, is there also sometimes to just leave the ghost be if they're not causing harm? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times a ghost, uh, like if you have something in your home and um, it's not really bothering you, it like moves things or like makes noises or something, just let it be, you know? Or just even say out loud, just be like, look, I live here too. We're going to have to work together and, you know, just kind of don't bother me right now or you know don't don't do this because it really scares me but you can you know do stuff like that because I tell the ghosts at my house that all the time <laughs> but I'll be like walking up the stairs I'll be like okay I'm not in the mood so please don't jump out at me right now um and when you see these ghosts like are they in purgatory or are they like I don't know the levels of like is there different levels of being in the gray period because there's obviously good and bad so like what's in between that yeah see i'm not sure about that all i know is that the ones i talk to are like stuck here in this plane okay they can't move on to like the next plane yeah and i don't know why i mean sometimes they're waiting for somebody or sometimes they're attached to an object Mm -hmm. because people people don't realize that ghosts get really attached to certain objects but yeah Okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Have you ever sent a ghost in the other direction instead of the light? Um, no. Yeah. I like I said, I don't like to deal with that at all. Could you? I'm go- all love and light. <laughs> no, no, but like, could, not you, but could somebody do instead of going up, go down? Uh, well, I do think that the. Well, I don't see. I don't know if I technically believe in a down. Okay. Um, I just believe that that when you move on, you move to a a, a like different plane of existence okay so i'm not sure if i buy into the whole you know heaven and hell thing okay that's that's fair that's that's 100 fair um when you're explaining people to this with more closed-mindedness and i understand that you've called yourself like this the skeptical psychic like what do you do when someone's very skeptic to your face do you ignore them because you know it's true or do you think that they're just too closed-minded to see that there's other things Uh, at play I'm not one to to get into like arguments or like stuff like that. So I'll just be like, okay, and you know, I kind of ignore it. And if they're coming at me though, I just I'm like, look, dude, you go believe your thing and I'll believe my thing. I'm a weirdo. I know this. Just, you know. But I yeah, I, I really haven't run into it. most of the time when I talk about paranormal stuff, people are like, oh oh my God, I got to tell you this story. And then they just sit there and like, tell me something that happened to them. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. What What's an example of that? I'm just curious. Uh, I, I don't know. Like pretty much most of the time people will tell me about things that happen in their house. Like you did with uh, mm-hmm. the shadow cat. Yeah. They'll just tell me like, oh, well, I lived in this one house. I know one one of my cousins told me that they, something about she found... She kept hearing noises and she looked behind a fireplace and there were letters back there. It was like the spirit was trying to tell her about the letters, stuff like that. But see, I'm always really open to what people tell me, regardless of how weird it is or how mm-hmm. how really out there it sounds. Because I actually, and I, I hate to admit this because I I was so afraid to admit it for like at least... 10 years I did not tell 
anybody about this. Because when you talk about ghosts, people are like, oh, ghosts are cool. You mentioned aliens once and they're just like, mm, no. But I actually saw aliens once. And um, I went up to someone from MUFON, which is the Michigan UFO Network. And I told him about it. And he just looked at me like I was crazy. He was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, if a UFO guy says this to me, then what is a normal person going to say? So I kept it inside and I finally told someone else in the paranormal community. And they're just like, that is so cool. And then they like asked me all about it. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> so now I now I speak openly about it. I'm hoping it was so far back that, you know, the men in black won't come after me or anything. Because it, it's been about like 13, 14 years now since it happened. So when you see, say you saw an alien, I definitely need a lot more clarification. <laughs> like the whole story would be yeah. great. Yes. Okay. So I was leaving for work one day, just doing my thing, not really paying attention. I went to turn out of my driveway. We live out in the woods. There's just trees everywhere. Mm -hmm. and well now there's not because they cut them all down Urgh, it makes me so mad anyways so we I was going to turn into the street and I looked down the street and I saw now for some reason I only thought I saw two aliens but I technically saw three aliens because there were two aliens standing up and there was one on like a shield thing like he was hurt and they were pulling him into the woods but as I looked at them my mind flashed to bow hunters, which was weird because like it's not even bow hunting season. And why would I think of bow hunting? You know, I would think if I saw something, I would think of, you know, with a gun or something. Yeah. But I saw guys with with um bows and it kept flashing like flash, 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 flash back and forth between aliens and that. And I looked into the thing's eyes and I just said, I see you. And then it stopped. And I saw them fully, all three of them. And then they just took off really fast into the woods and like gone. So I pulled out my car and I didn't even look for cars or anything. I just pulled out into the street and went to where they were and I couldn't see anything. They were just gone. Um, and like this was like on the street. Like yeah. they were like, okay. Broad daylight in the middle of the street. So what did they physically look like? Because I know like you said uh, their eyes, but like what? Yeah. We think so, of aliens, like we like, that's not like aliens don't have human faces and that's usually how we see, how we yeah Hollywood like portrays aliens so how did these aliens look well they were tall and um I cannot like focus on the color the color was somewhere between a green and a brown and it was almost like it was shifting like changing as I looked at it but they were like the typical um movie aliens but instead of like the short ones they were taller and their heads were like normal proportion to their bodies and like i said there were there was really no facial features i don't even think i saw a mouth i just remember seeing the eyes and i i kind of think they kind of reminded me of like like reptilian but i didn't sense any evil from them at all okay so cuz a lot of people say reptilians are evil i don't even know what that means but all I know is they were they were tall and skinny and um yeah it's just it really weird a, a weird situation 
do you think that you are able to see them because you're a, a psychic medium and that you're able to see into the beyond? If that see, I'm sense. kind of thinking that also, like, like my, I'm kind of more open to it. But also, um, I went to another psychic once and they told me that I was an experiencer. I don't know what that means, but they were saying, like, I like to go and look at the sky. And I'm like, yeah, I look at the sky all the time. And they're like, no, no, you look specifically into the sky for certain things. I'm like, yeah, I always find I always find Orion and the Pleiades. Those are my two favorite constellations. And I always look for them. They're like, well, you know, a lot of aliens come from the Pleiades. I'm like, great. <laughs> Maybe they were relatives because they're like, you're, you're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 strange. I've heard a lot of things in my life. This takes the cake. But now I feel like, well, well, UFOs have now been proven that they, they are in the States because it's just an an, an identifying flying object. Is yeah. UFO, right? I mean, that, that could literally be anything in the sky. If we don't know what it is, it's a it's yeah. UFO. And I feel like it's extremely naive of us to think that we're like even like egotistical to think that we are the only things in the entire universe. And the universe is so gigantic we can't even comprehend it. Well, it's infinite. It's it's infinite, right? I mean, yeah, there's exactly. an amount of universes. Yeah, like exactly. Just because we live in the Milky Way and we only have human life doesn't mean that other planets may not have other life or other exactly. Galaxies. And they don't have to. The planets don't have to have like exactly what Earth has for things to grow on it or yeah. to be on it, you know? Exactly. Well, Patty, I got a couple more questions for you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. What's going on? What are you doing now? Are you doing anything anything in the future coming up with any more paranormal uh, cruises or investigations or anything? Um, currently, I don't have anything. Um, my brother and I just started our own paranormal group. So we're going to start going out and doing investigations as soon as we can. We haven't done any yet because of, you know, mostly monetary things because that trip to Europe kind of wiped us out. Yeah. <laughs> so once we get, you know, more money built up, we're going to try to do more investigating. I do have a paranormal, a couple of paranormal conventions coming up that I'm going to try to go to. And I also sell my beasties there, which beasties are like the little, um, I, I make aliens and ghosts and basically anything supernatural. I make it and I crochet it and sell it at these conventions. Yeah. So. Do you have any that I can see? So I can describe? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I had one before. That's okay. So how do you join a paranormal group? Like, where do you, like, how do you, if you want to join one, like when you, you think you got the, like, the gift and you want to share it? So you basically just go online and look for different groups in your area and see if they're open to having people come and join. Um, a lot of times they'll give like probational periods or they'll be like, I can't, no one's, you know, we can't, we can't accept people right now or, um, Maybe they're open to it and they'll they'll take you out and investigate. But I do have one thing to say about that. When you are investigating, it's not as exciting as it is on TV. Basically, what you're doing is sitting in a dark room for hours on end talking to yourself. And you 
you don't find out anything until after, unless something happens during the investigation, which is cool, but very, very rare. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to anybody who wants to start exploring their gifts more? Um, I would say, first of all, be cautious and um, just be um, understand like the energy about the energy, you know, try to not think negative thoughts, uh, do a lot of meditating. I know I don't do enough of that. Um, also, if if they're looking to expand, I would look into like um, they do have psychic centers that you can go to. Um, I went to one called Mystique's West and they had a lot of classes there and I learned a lot from them. Um, they do have online stuff too that you can go to if you want to open your gift up more. Okay. Um, and Patty, is there anything else that you would like to share that we, we just didn't get a chance to talk about during this podcast? I mean, there's so much I want to share. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of something like super cool that I can tell you real quick, but um. Oh, uh, well, there is this one place in Waverly Hills. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's like one of the most haunted places in um, in America. Mm-hmm. And, um, or I should say the United States of America. And um, it basically was a tuberculosis place where they had all these people. But this is going back to where I was talking about hearing voices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't hear them very often. But when we were in this place... Um, we were investigating it was just two of us and this giant massive massive building and um, there was two two on each floor so there was eight of us all together but we were on the bottom floor and the room just got really really super dark and all of a sudden I heard a voice say I'll kill you in my ear and I'm just like um Sue the lady I was with I was like we need to go she's like why and I heard it again I'll kill you. And it just kept getting louder and louder. I'm like, Sue, we need to go now. We need to go now. So we left and we went with another group. So there were four of us. And um, my brother said pretty little bit after that, him and the guy he was with started to go down this hallway and it got really, really dark. And he's just like, no, why don't we just go the other way and we'll meet up with the group and uh, maybe come back later. And the guy's like, yep, let's do that. So I was like, good thing you did, because that thing was scary. I don't know what that was. But I stopped smoking like years before that. But that night I had a cigarette and I was like shaking. I was like, oh, it was so scary. That was one of my most uh, scariest times. So like after that moment, are, are you kind of, were you kind of like, okay, like this fucking petrifying. I want to take a step back or were you again pushing uh, more forward? I kind of still pushed forward. But like I said, I I I have um a very strong belief in like a higher power. Mm-hmm. And I I always call down like a white light to to protect me. And I got these tattoos on my arms. They're the eye of Horus and the eye of Ra. I don't know oh. if you can see them. Yeah, I can see them. Uh, there you go. But um yeah, so basically they stand for strength and protection, and I got them. Um, for specifically for ghost hunting when I started getting into mediumship and everything because I wanted something that was always with me. Mm-hmm. And before I got them, I was sitting there saying, I don't know if I should get them. They're on my arms. They're on my forearms. They're very, very prominent. I'm like, I don't know if I should get them. And I was like, I'll leave it up to God. I was at the church festival 
-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going to put one ticket in the church raffle. And if I win the raffle, then that means I get the tattoos. I won the raffle. It was like $100 that paid for the tattoos. Oh, wow. So I said, these are God-sanctioned tattoos. (laughs) So, yeah. There there you go. Um, You also said that you're a medium and a psychic. Um, For anybody listening, not really sure of the difference, what is the difference? Okay, so... um, That was weird. I heard a weird noise. I mean, I did get a text too, but right before it, I heard a a really shrill noise. Anyway, so a medium is someone who can contact the dead. They can um, talk to people on the other side. Mm -hmm. They have visions. They have not all the time because you can be a medium and be psychic, but most psychics are not mediums. So psychics are people who can see the future and they can sometimes see the past. And there's also different different things they can do like clairvoyancy and um stuff like that like uh clairaudience like basically you hear things or see things i have psychometry where i can hold an object and see visions from the past mm-hmm. um i some i have clairvoyance for sure clairaudience which is like clear like you can hear spirits um i can see the future sometimes but not always and it's not something I can control. And when you but see yeah, the... and I also can speak to people who have crossed over. Okay. Um, when you say you see the future, are you able to see your own future or do you see other people's features? Um I can't really see my future, but like basically if if I'm indecisive about something, I can kind of go, do I see myself doing that? And sometimes I will and sometimes I won't, but I don't know if that's really seeing the future. But most of the time it has nothing to do with me. It's just random stuff. Like um, there was a plane or a plane that crashed into an air show in like Germany, I think, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I saw that happen. Um, there was also one of the scariest ones. I heard I was laying in bed and I heard a woman screaming, he's killing me, he's killing me. Oh my God, help me, help me. And I'm like, what do I do with this? You know, what do you yeah. do? I don't know what it is. Well, the other, the couple of nights later, I was walking upstairs and I heard the voice again, but it was coming from my TV and it was a 911 call of someone who had gotten murdered by her husband. And so it's just like, why do you show me these things if I can't do anything about it? You know, um, a lot of people experience dreams um, that end up coming true six months, a year later, two years. It was Do you think that means that we're all a little bit psychic versus some people are able to control it more than others? Or do you think sometimes it's just a coincidence? Um, I do think everybody is psychic to a degree. And like I said, it's a muscle. If you work at it hard enough, you can um, kind of open it up. I've noticed a lot of people who come into ghost hunting and kind of get into it more and more they realize that they can also like see things or hear things i mean it's not always like everybody can talk to the dead but you know you'll open it up slowly a little bit a little bit a little bit Mm -hmm. so yeah i do think everybody is psychic in in some respect and there you go i think that's like the best place to leave this off so (laughs) everybody can be a paranormal investigator exactly i also love it patty thank you so much for coming here today and sharing your stories and just getting to learn more of kind of what the spooky side of kind of reality is and talking about ghosts and like really being more serious about it um but 
Patty, again, thank you so much for coming. Where can we find you? Um, I am on YouTube under Flower the Weirdo. I have a Sims channel. I'm also on YouTube under Flower the Puzzler. I do now do jigsaw puzzles also. Um, and I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, the other one, Twitter, X, whatever. <laughs> and um, it's all Flower the Weirdo or Flower Dash the Weirdo or Flower underscore the Weirdo. I'm on Twitch too, but I don't I don't stream as much anymore on that one. Okay. Well, please, everyone, please go check out um, Flower the Weirdo, a.k.a. Patty. The links are going to be below. Thank you so much for coming here today and sharing your stories with us. It is so, it's just so cool and interesting to hear the spooky side of life and again thank you for coming here and sharing yeah thank you for having me yes anytime anytime you want me back i'll be back i got millions of stories to tell (laughs) next year spooky season yeah exactly we'll do do a whole series about it um but again fly the thank you so much for coming please go check her out the links are going to be below and happy halloween everybody happy halloween and uh stay tuned for more podcasts on the way Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.